You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank. And we've seen a very strong lift in dwelling prices over the course of 2021. They are set to lift by more than 20% uh, over this year. But what we've seen in recent times is potential rising interest rates over the course of 2022 and also more concerns around housing affordability has really reopened the door about what is the outlook for housing prices. So as a result, we think that house prices will peak over the course of 2022 and then go in for an orderly correction over the course of 2023. To talk about the outlook for housing, I've got our Head of Australian Economics, Gareth Ed, with me. Hi, Gareth. Hey, Belinda, how are you? Good, thank you. What about yourself? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So house prices, it always is very topical, not only for the impact on the economy, but also for everyone's personal situation as well. What has been happening in the housing market over the last few months? Look, we've had an incredible run-up in home prices nationally um, that in a lot of ways actually started before COVID. Mm. It really kicked off in the middle of 2019 when the Reserve Bank um, recommenced cutting the cash rate. We had a breather uh, when, when the pandemic first hit uh, in last year, over April and May, but by you know, the second half of last year, prices were starting to move higher on record low interest rates, and that's carried through this year. Um, um, the, the lift in home prices nationally has just been uh, extraordinary. Mm. Um, by the time we get to the end of this year, home prices uh, on the eight capital city average basis will have increased by a, a staggering 22%. Um, stronger gains for houses relative to apartments, um, houses up around 25%, apartments up around 14%, and it's been very broad-based across the country. Um, the magnitude of gains is a little bit different across each capital city, but every capital city has experienced double-digit um, price growth, and it's all courtesy of, of record low mortgage rates. I'm just looking at some of the annual growth rates for the different capital cities, so Sydney, Brisbane, Hobart have risen the strongest, uh, whereas Melbourne, I think because of that extended lockdown in late 2020, which has kind of gone into 2021, and Perth have certainly underperformed. But what we've seen in recent months is some of that momentum start to come out of the housing market. What are some of the factors that you think have started to impact on dwelling prices? Yeah, so so momentum has has eased, but it's coming off very, Mm. very strong levels. And the monthly rate of home prices nationally is still clocking in at over 1%. So at any other given point in time, that is a a very strong uh, monthly gain in prices. But it is quite a bit softer than we saw earlier on in the year, where at one stage, uh, the monthly uh, change in prices was up at almost 3%. So we've seen in in the last few months that um, home prices have been rising by a little bit under 1.5%. And if you actually drill in close enough, you can see that those monthly gains have actually just been coming down a little bit each month. It's an unusual dynamics taking place, whereas those monthly growth rates have slowed. The annual rate yeah. has actually accelerated, but that's basically uh, on a base effect. 
And I, I think a few things are, are behind that um, slowing in, in the monthly growth rates. Um, the, the key thing up until this point, I think, is just affordability. Yeah. Um, the more prices rise uh, without anything else really changing, the, the less affordable housing becomes. And so there was always going to be a, a natural cooling impact just because price gains have been so strong. But actually, very recently, and this probably isn't really being picked up in the data yet, but we've seen uh, fixed rate mortgages, the interest rate on those fixed rate loans go up. Uh, that pretty much coincided with the Reserve Bank exiting yield curve control, mm. the market starting to price in higher rates and therefore bank funding costs going up. And the other thing is that in early uh, early October, APRA announced an increase in the minimum interest rate buffer uh, that banks need to use when assessing the capacity to repay a loan. Previously, that was 2.5% and that's gone up to 3%. We, we'd spoken before that that in and of itself is not a huge game changer for the property market, mm. but I think when you overlay that with higher fixed rates and affordability, which is starting to get uh, stretched, then you enter a phase that we've sort of cat- uh, characterised as being a, a cooling one from here where we think you know, that the monthly pace of uh, increases will, will continue to slow and therefore we get to a, a peak in prices um, somewhere around the second half of, of next year up about 7% on N2021 levels. So we have seen, uh, which has been a real shift over the last uh, almost two years, a much higher share of lending being done on fixed rate mortgages. So based on our own CBA data, we have about 50% of new lending taking place on fixed rates. So I think that is really why we're starting to see an impact uh, from those higher fixed rate mortgages. What is some of the, I guess, the survey data telling us about how people are feeling about housing at the moment? Look, the people attitudes are still pretty positive towards home prices, and you pick that up with near-term momentum indicators like the auction clearance rates, which, again, they've moderated a little bit, but they're mm. still sitting at the levels which are consistent with pretty decent uh, home price growth. And um, there's a, um, a part of the... Uh, Westpac Melbourne Institute Consumer Sentiment Survey asked households uh, around their expectations basically for home prices and that's moderated a little bit in recent months but still pretty elevated and our um, household spending intentions home buying Mm. series is is sending similar signals and really that is that prices will keep rising, Uh, they're expected to rise over the summer and into the autumn but the, the pace of those rises will slow and I think that's key because Whenever you get to a turning point in the market, you normally see a, a, a slowing in, in the growth rate uh, before it actually turns down. So I think we're entering what what looks to us like a period where we, where we will get an orderly correction in home prices. Mm. Uh, it won't arrive yet, but we're getting a cooling uh, into that period. So the, the main reason, though, as you said, is because interest rates are due to start to normalise. So we have that first rate hike in November 2022, which is still 12 months away, but we would anticipate, uh, just given that market pricing, that those fixed mortgage rates uh, will continue to lift. What impact will those higher interest rates have on the housing market? And particularly, how does it flow into the, the standard variable mortgage rate? Yeah, look, look good question. I mean... The level of interest rates is the most important driver when thinking about home prices and the change in those rates. And what we've seen over over COVID is that we had a a big negative shock. Um, But as soon as we came out of it and the the economy started to to heal, the level of interest rates was what really mattered for Mm. what people were willing to pay for a home. Uh, Incredibly low uh, mortgage rates, particularly those fixed rates. 
that that has basically pushed the appetite to borrow up. It's increased the demand for credit, um, particularly the, the demand for, for new loans. And it's that new lending which goes back into the housing market and therefore pushes up pricing. So um, what we think is going to happen from here is that the fixed rates have pushed higher. Mm-hmm. Um, that will exert a cooling impact on the, on the market, more so than usual as well because – as you mentioned, so much of that borrowing yeah. more recently has taken at that taken place at that fixed rate spot, and the fixed rates have been lower than generally lower than the standard variable rate. So uh, that that sort of dynamic is going to be at work, independent uh, of the Reserve Bank actually raising the cash rate. But I think what's really key to our call around home prices in 2023, and really what lies at the heart of it, is our expectation that the Reserve Bank will commence raising the cash rate at the end of next year, that will result in an increase in the standard variable rates that will feed through to lower demand for for credit for new loans, and that in turn will feed into lower home prices. So that's how that kind of interest rate um, channel works. Um, It's worth, though, really keeping in mind why why we think the Reserve Bank will be Mm -hmm. raising interest rates. We think they'll raise rates because the economy will be booming next year. We think we'll be at full employment by the end of next year. Uh, a very, very very low unemployment rate, down around 4%. Uh, we think that means wages pressures will have come through and that wages growth will be travelling upwards around 3% with uh, higher uh, CPI. And so all of that means the Reserve Bank starts raising the cash rate and you know, that we think then will have an impact, a pretty decent impact on home prices in 2023. I, sh- I should sort of add here that... You, there's an unusual situation around home prices in the economy where the economy can be going through a tough patch but home prices are rising quickly because rates have come down yeah. and the whole reason they've come down is because the economy needs a bit of stimulus. And then the reverse is also true um, mm. where the economy can be very strong and that's why interest rates are going up. But that, of course, then has an impact on what people are willing to pay for a home. So that's the situation we see ourselves in really at the end of 2022 and 2023. So we have an orderly dwelling price fall of around 10% in 2023. I guess where do the the risks lie in this? Is it to the upside or the downside or or somewhere in between? Yeah, look, in a lot of ways they're evenly balanced because Mm. the risks are so contingent on the path of the cash rate. Um, Now, it's hard enough to forecast the path cash rate, uh, let alone then forecast <laughs> what that means for, for home prices. Um, I guess our, our message is that we think rates are going up earlier than the Reserve Bank is expecting, but yes. it's not. It's it's we're not out of alignment with what the markets are pricing. In fact, the markets are expecting rate hikes to come through earlier than we are. Um, where we disagree, though, with the markets is around what the tightening cycle will actually look like. And we don't think that the Reserve Bank has to raise the cash rate all that much to have a pretty material impact on the economy. So our view around where home prices land in 2023 is conditional on them increasing the cash rate from the end of next year, but only taking it to one and a quarter percent. So only a little bit over 100 basis points of of tightening. That would be considered to be a very shallow and gradual tightening cycle because we think that they're only getting to that one and a quarter percent by uh, Q3 of 2023. Um, that has a pretty impact, a pretty material impact on uh, the interest cost of serving servicing debt, but it's not a it's not a huge increase in rates. So we think that correction in home prices then ends up being pretty orderly because it's taking place against the backdrop of a pretty strong economy. Um, but you know, clearly the risks are, I would say, evenly balanced because the Reserve Bank could end up raising rates you know, earlier than we than we expect, later than we expect. Um, 
tighten faster than we expect, tighten more gradually. Um, it's ultimately that part of the cash rate which will generate those the, the, those home price outcomes, and there's lots of risks then around how that looks. I'd probably just add too. There's there's one other one in the short term, and that's around APRA mm. uh, and what what the regulator may not do. Um, we're of the view that the lift in fixed rates is going to be su- sufficiently um, powerful enough that there's no further macro prudential policies required. But of course, if APRA was to move again to further tighten uh, policy, mm. um, that could result in house prices peaking a little bit earlier than we think. Um, so look, look, lot, lots of moving parts, but I think um, I think the main message we, we, we want to get out there is that the housing market is incredibly sensitive to interest rates, yeah. and if and when they that they start going up, uh, we should expect to see an impact on on home prices. And I think your point about it's important to remember the context as to why interest rates are rising. It will be because inflation and wages has risen, and the economy is in a pretty strong position. That's right. It'll ultimately be a good good story um, because you'll have um, one of those things which contributes to affordability, yeah. which is income. Uh, that should be going up, but of course, you know, the, the increase in rates will be a more powerful force in terms of determining what households are willing to pay for a, for a property. Gareth, it's been great to get your views on the housing market over the next couple of years. It's certainly been an extraordinary year for price gains, uh, which has caught the attention of everyone. So interesting to hear the outlook. Thanks for joining. Nice to chat. Now, you can read Gareth Aird's report on high interest rates mean home prices will correct lower in 2023. That was published on the 22nd of November 2021 on combankresearch.com.au.